0: An abandoned airport, wrought with strange occurrences. Passengers from out of this world come and go.
1: Can humans ever truly contain a star? What would happen if we tried to harness it for energy? Where are these flights going? And how do you get a boarding pass for such an unusual trip? How has this star not ripped the Earth in two? for how much gravity it produces. Find out today on this exciting episode of SCT. Episode 18, SCP-036 and 037.
0: Hello and welcome to Secure, Contain, and Talk, a podcast about the SCP Foundation. My name is Eli. And I am Matt.
1: (laughs) We're here today talking about the SCP Foundation as usual, you know, taking, taking a look at all those crazy things they've contained, um, you know, all the oddities and strange occurrences in the world. Um. Exactly what the SCP Foundation is about, you know, just containing them, making sure they don't hurt anybody. I mean, I guess some of the, I mean, a lot of the SCPs actually, they just test on people. So technically, it's not it's making sure they don't get hurt by anything. So I, I, well, I that's guess a false
0: statement. More the greater. Portion of humanity, maybe. It's yeah, sort of, I guess. You know, I guess the the
1: Earth as a whole. I guess. Yeah.
0: Isn't? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some, some would call human testing necessary for these things. I call it inhumane. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Luckily, it's fiction. Luckily. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Speaking of human testing, there's a lot of stuff that's redacted, um, like dates, times a bunch of bunch of stuff like that we had our 1st unredacted time that was pretty cool was... like an unfiltered date so mm-hmm. um that was it's rare cool, so yeah but we're probably gonna say redacted for most of it so uh
0: so in addition to all these really really good like inf- pieces of information about the stuff that we're about to read uh outside of the world uh which is you know in the real world we have a discord uh and <laughs> <the> real world <laughs> we want to do stuff with it uh and if you guys if you people join then it can lead to more kinds of fun stuff that we can do with the community because right now we really don't have any audience interaction because we're not on youtube um due to an oversaturation of you know scp content there uh if you do want us to upload there because you prefer that, please just let us know somewhere. Like, come to the Discord. Be like, hey, this is kind of what we want, like, in suggestions. And if there's enough people that or an outcry for that, sure, we'll, we'll do it. It's not that too much effort on our part. Um, also, if you want to read along, follow along, read it at a different time, we're putting the links to every single SCP that we read uh, in the description of the episode. So today we're doing uh, 036 and 037. Uh, again, if you want to just look that up yourself or look at the links in the description, you are welcome to. Yeah, follow along. Look at all the pretty pictures if there's any. <laughs> <laughs> are there pictures today? There are no pictures today.
1: <laughs> there, no, there's no pictures. I'm There's like mal-set. one picture. That, uh, yeah, well,
0: yeah.
1: You can picture it in your mind, you know, theater of the mind sort of thing. So just imagination run wild. <laughs> Um, and speaking of the SCPs, uh, we are starting with 036, the Recreation... <laughs> wait, re- Reincarnation Pilgrimage, if I can't remember the name of that. Yazidi, y- Ye- Yazidi Gu- Guhorin. That is the longest name so far. It, that we- <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yep. I think I'm going to
1: shorten it out. Not only... Let's just
0: (laughs) just call it the Reincarnation Pilgrimage. uh, Yeah, the Reincarnation
1: Pilgrimage. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, uh, because I
0: would rather not mispronounce those names that are at the end there. Yeah, I... Yeah. (laughs) All right, you ready to get started?
1: Yes, let's do it. Let's do this. SCP-036 The Reincarnation pil- Pilgrimage It's a re- weird word to say there. Item number SCP-036 Object Glass Safe Description SCP-036 includes the location Site-22A A small airport in Mazul Region of north Northern Iraq At Site-22B uh, oh, and Site 222 b so there's two sites, okay. The destination of passengers boarding at Site 22A. Um, the key components of SCP-036 are the arrival flight, a passenger plane that varies in make and model from year to year, that arrives shortly before dawn on September 23rd. Oh, we're getting close to that. From the date of this recording, it's 9:19. 19 um, It's getting close to that. Um, It appears on radar, about 30 to 40 kilometers away from Site-22A. When it lands, pilgrims-pilgrims exit the plane and enter the terminal. No crew have ever been left- have- have ever left the plane. So ghost, I guess. Observations have only revealed a masked pilot and a co-pilot. This plane leaves- quickly after the pilgrim's exit and does not wait for clearance or takeoff nor does it identify itself upon approach for land.
0: what the hell okay that's really
1: just dangerous comes in.
0: yeah it just comes in uh <laughs> that could cause a serious accident um oh okay. for sure it just dropped off a bunch of people
1: it just drops off a bunch of people and then pieces out like nothing even happened okay C- cool the uh,
0: includes yeah. the location
1: so there's two there places some... there's like the there's like the runway and the i guess
0: the okay. terminal that so to. oh that's so weird
1: yeah that is weird so weird plane comes out of nowhere no pilots except slight pilots i guess that They're one time messed. that they saw them Hmm. Huh. Okay. Okay. The pil- the pilgrims, people of the Yaz y- Yaz Yazidi faith, that exit the arrival plane, who are said to be undergoing the. <laughs>
0: Kurasgurin. F- is... Yeah, you're better at pronouncing that. <laughs> b- <laughs> um,
1: okay. Each year they are ex- examined. Oh, e- yeah. Each year they are examined and identified as various peoples of the Yazidi faith, and have died during the previous year. Ooh. Died during the previous year. This is done through birth certificates, photo IDs, specific knowledge questions, and when possible, fingerprinting. M- uh, most have been known to be friendly and at- amicable. Though most are reluctant to give details about
0: the... (laughs) Here's horn. Yep. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) relax. There you go. (laughs) In the past,
1: all have shown to be unable to recognize family and friends or have been able to remember any information beyond what short-term memory would normally allow. No way. So they just have all their memories. So they died and they they hang out on a plane
0: yeah they're part of a a religion or a faith and right if you die you're reincarnated oh my god that's pretty cool they're they're still the same people but they don't remember you know things that would be important
1: yeah they just like but they're still that's interesting in the late afternoon of September twenty-third, most pilgrims begin to empathize how important it is to ha- that their pilgrim- pilgrimage must begin. At the time, at oh, at that time, they file onto the pilgrimage flight plane and depart, never to be Whoa, seen okay, again.
0: Okay, there they go. And they're gone. <laughs> they just, yeah, they never to be seen again. Oh my God! So we got the arrival flight, and then we got the people that get off of it who are yes. exactly who they were except they don't share their memories. No. So so
1: that'd be that'd be interesting. What if you were like you were like, hey, uh, we found your mom. Uh <laughs> like what? you she's been dead for like ten years.
0: <laughs> it says oh, the year during after, the previous actually, okay. year. Oh, so last year. Like, oh, oh, she died last no. year. Oh, really? God. That's <laughs> gotta be horrible. Like, go and yeah. be like, oh my gosh, we're gonna go see either. Mom. And then you would show up at the airport and she doesn't recognize you.
1: Yeah, she doesn't recognize
0: you. Oh, like, no.
1: I <laughs> would break my mom, fucking Mom, And then she gets on a plane and leaves. Yep. <laughs> mom! <laughs> what? That's <laughs> fucked up. All right. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um... The the pilgrimage flight, a passenger plane provided by SCP personnel for the transport of the pilgrims, Uh, it is manned by a crew of trained Yazi holy men. Okay. The crew are typically never able to elaborate upon the details of the pilgrimage or what they... (laughs) It actually is. (laughs) SCP equipment on board function... Uh, optimally, but record data only slightly increases our understanding of the pilgrimage each year. Though the flight is gone gone for seven days, the crew and recorded data are only able to account for a few hours.
0: Hmm, okay. Crap.
1: Days are missing from time recording equipment and cameras, though nothing abnormal is ever observed. The plane disappears from radar, and visual contact is lost about 50-60 kilometers away from the site, Site-22A, until it returns about sunrise on October 1st.
0: What the hell? <laughs> it just so, disappears,
1: it just goes into the void. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> Flight Data Recorder is usually how you record things on board, but they, they did their own thing, so I don't need to go into what a Flight Data Recorder and that whole thing is. Right. Um... But it just not only does it just <laughs> uh, destroy footage from uh, recording equipment and cameras, but it also disappears from radar. That thing's in a different fucking dimension, dude. Yeah, it just that's gone, it warps into a pocket dimension. Yeah, real quick. that's gone.
1: <laughs> that's that's kind of spooky.
0: <laughs> that's pretty weird. Yeah, imagine being part of a faith that not only reincarnates you, but requires you to just disappear for like three days. Oh, my, God. <laughs> just like, yeah,
1: like we know that we know our faith is real because it happened <laughs> like God, like, oh, dude. okay, uh, dude, imagine like just like knowing about this, like how could you not be part of this just to figure out what's happening, yeah, it's <laughs> like this is pretty good, the but heck? they won't elaborate on it, so it's like I guess I guess you have to not have previous knowledge of it to be part of it, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Cause wouldn't you want to spread it? That's weird. Maybe that's part of um, it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Saying. Maybe like, you just don't just, spread it. Yeah. You yeah. Just, they're like, just fall like no. It. You don't. You don't share. Somebody falls into it, then they fall into it. But you can't yeah, tell, they tell. Just anything. fall into it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay.
1: All right. So site two B, the destination of the pilgrimage Plain. It is a small airport consisting of a runway, one runway, and a single building located at the qu- coordinates expunged. Right. <laughs> it has only been observed by the pilgrimage crew and cameras on the plane. It does not appear on satellite images and attempts to reach it on foot have failed. <laughs> once uh, once with disastrous results. <laughs> So once with disaster, so they they tried to walk to it, with danger, with disastrous results. Apparently, that's I'm. I'm assuming. I'm assuming either they lost their mind or they just were like turned crazy or something. I hope they. Oh, it shouldn't exist. Like what? What? (laughs) Probably a mind affecting thing or something. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cameras have trouble focusing on the area as the heat from the ground usually creates- Causes a mirage-like visual effect on all objects more than a few dozen meters from the plane. Wow. I fly over with an SCP reconnaissance plane several weeks before the Pilk of Midge re- Revealed undeveloped land and what looked like an ancient stone statue. <coughs> oh cool, like runes. In the 1990s, SCP Mobile Task Force Sigma-4 attempted to reach Site-22B during the time of the pilgrimage. Upon approach, communication was lost and the task force was never heard from again. Oh, no. <laughs> no other exploration attempts are advised during the seven-day pilgrimage. Oh, my Boss Just lost in a temple. Yeah. <laughs> or something.
0: They're gone. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. They got stuck in the Jeez. other dimension. They did
1: man i wonder i wonder how the, uh, that'd be an interesting like adventure story or something like an exploration story just like all right so we're in the, the dimension
0: <laughs> or like they lost yeah. like a fuck yeah immediately interesting
1: originally the kurdish speaking yeah people around muzel secretly performed the pilgrimage themselves pilgrims from the east were escorted by mask, masked armed guards on camelback in the in the care of the Yatsi holy man it has been explained that the holy Man would take the, pil- the pilgrims west of their land of their land of their land of the dead where the pilgrims would wait to be reborn back into the Yatsi people the purisgur horn <laughs> literally kurash for changing garments is used to describe the belief of reincarnation, reincarnation with the, that lesser souls of the Yahtzee undergo. While this actual pilgrimage was done in secret, a symbolic pilgrimage and- Kiriskuhoran, sorry. are performed to <laughs> be by other Yahtzee. What the Okay. F- Fuck. So it was secret. So it was a secret thing that they used to do. hmm On camelback. That's pretty freaking cool though. Yes. That's awesome. Where's this
0: again? This is in Iraq. Iraq. Yeah. Okay. Ma- mu- mu- ru- uh,
1: Iraq. I don't know how to pronounce that, but I think I pronounced
0: it. Mosul? Right. Mosul.
1: Mosul Iraq.
0: Mosul region. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typing
1: up the location of moos- uh, moos- Moos-il? Moosil.
0: Moosil? Moosil? Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, like, lesser souls are brought back, and so it involves the holy men. <laughs> right the Yazidi holy to men. be reborn what to be, the... born,
1: be bo- reborn back into the the people that yeah died so that's cool we, so does that mean so does that mean that it's just there's no new people
0: it's just them it's just always them I don't know. Legitimately, I, 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 they have, uh, like, they've only been like, hey, these people are the people, but they just don't share their memories. I, it doesn't say anything about them having different memories.
1: Right, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. During the 1960s, land acquisition by the Kurds and the Muslims attacked, attacks, by the Turks, and punitive laws by the Islamic Iraqi government restricted the movements and customs of the Yazazi. During that time, the Foundation stepped in and offered aid in the way of an advantageous clause that granted SCP planes unrestricted access to the airport facilities in the area. Almost immediately, mysterious planes carrying pilgrims for the east began landing at the local airport and and an elusive Airport at the destination appeared as well. Uh, wow! So they just adapted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this pilgrimage as is important. We the... We're leaving.
1: Yeah, we're leaving. Bye. <laughs> we need. We need to do it every year, or else we're not gonna. We're gonna it's not gonna
0: be good for anybody. <laughs> huh. Also, we haven't had an SAP without addendums in a bit. This one just has none.
1: Yeah, it just yeah, it just hasn't. It's all there. It just, yeah, it's all there. It's all there. When was this no, last? Nothing. Edited? Nothing was skimped uh except you know, april the, the of this we... year oh wow damn dang nice
0: <clears throat> okay
1: cool so it
0: adapts that'd be cool so we've got the event it's basically an event event scp one that happens every year um On september, september 23rd, yeah. yep september 23rd of every year uh, until October first, there is a an arrival flight where pilgrims are dropped off, and then they can they uh, then they fucking leave for seven days. Yeah, and then they leave, yeah. And then they arrive back at this mysterious airport that nobody can get airport. any footage of.
1: Yeah, it's
0: cool. Yeah, super weird. Also, I, uh, a glimpse. There is a picture. It's just down at the bottom. Weirdly.
1: Yeah. It's just like an old picture of the the holy men Mm -hmm. on the camelback leading the the first, I think, some of the the regular pilgrimage Mm. without the planes. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Man, does that that mean there was like, when they were doing it on camelback, there was like
0: anomalous camels? (laughs) That would have been hilarious to see. I would love an anomalous (laughs) camel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if there isn't one, we're going to make one.
1: We're going to make... Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Special Containment Procedures. Once every year, a mobile task force is dispatched from Containment Command 02 in expunged to Site-22A to defend the runway and airport located there. The civilian facility is to put, can be cleared of all non-SCP personnel by... Oh, 400 hours of September, September 23rd, and none are allowed to return until sunrise the next day. On October 1st, all civilians must be evacuated again before sunrise and will not be allowed on Site-22A until the return of the pilgrimage flight. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. No, no witnesses. Just like, okay, the airport's being fumigated. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you cannot be here. Yeah, you cannot be here. <laughs> Bye-bye. Leave. <laughs> There's a gas leak actually, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's a gas leak on the entire airport. We're apologizing. The entire airport. Dude, yeah, I would <laughs> not trust an airport that's shut down once every year because they yeah once... do that shit.
1: <laughs> what if it was just like they, they like, it's airport appreciation day, no flights. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My god, for a week. Yeah, for a whole week.
1: Yeah. that's imagine, imagine being stuck at I, I i ran for that long oh
0: my god being
1: like i need just to go stuck anywhere
0: now. that isn't your like, home yeah it's stuck anywhere
1: long. dude honestly like stuck dude i i always i always am like scared that's like i think top five fears just like mm-hmm. going on a trip and like Because, like, you just bring your, like, regular stuff, you know, sleeping bag, whatever. Um, But, like, getting stuck there is, like, the worst thing. Because, like, you don't have a job. You Mm -hmm. barely have enough money to get by. You're Mm -hmm. like, dude, what if I just had, like, I'm basically homeless. Like, as soon as you leave the country, you're like, I'm basically
0: homeless. (laughs) Well, and, like, it would be different if you weren't alone. But, like, that is a a legitimate fear. Just, like, being alone somewhere that you're unfamiliar with. Yeah, exactly especially that, if dude. like
1: you miss your flight just like th- this flight is literally the only way i'm gonna get
0: home <laughs> yeah that's I, terrifying yeah i
1: agree that indeed, that's pretty scary yeah. top five top five f- scaries
0: yeah uh, funnily enough uh i have autophobia so i am very afraid of being alone in general so oh true <laughs> So being alone in a place yeah, where just, I, <laughs> I don't know where I am would freak me the absolute fuck out, I don't know, personally.
1: Yeah, just like, just like, alright, I- I'm just
0: gonna curl up in this corner <laughs> and just scream my head out for ten <laughs>
1: <laughs> And that's why you should never go trips solo. Unless you're- I mean, unless you wanna. Crazy ...and you know what's going on. Unless
0: you wanna and you're totally fine with getting lost yeah unless you're you're
1: like a super crazy good explorer and you like know what to do and know where like the cities cities are and like have everything set up right Mm -hmm. because like because like i mean there's a lot of unexpectability on going on a trip but you Mm -hmm. should still be like as long as you're prepared
0: for it right See, this is... People make fun of me for carrying around so much stuff in a bag that I usually carry around with me. (laughs) Um, It's come in handy, like, a couple of times. Like, uh, when when power went out at work, I had flashlights. I I happened to have a fucking headlamp in my bag. (laughs) One of the weirder things that I have, but hey, Mm -hmm. if I get stuck at some place and it's night, or, I don't know, the power goes out at work... (laughs) and I suddenly have, uh, you know, everything to make everything okay, then it's fine. It's
1: fine. Yeah, exactly, see? It's, yeah, it's, I
0: have, like, I have, like, a, uh, like a, like a, a self-defense stick as well. Um, oh, nice. I have, like, a self-defense stick. I have a, um, I have, like, a keychain thing that has, like, a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, multi-tools on it. I have, like, a mm-hmm. bunch of prepared shit just because I'm, like, how do we say uh anal about being <laughs> prepared uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> being anal is uh, yeah It's
1: yeah it's uh yeah, it's, a, it's 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 a good it's a good thing to be prepared
0: yeah well, and like I'm, I'm prepared to get lost i i have a battery pack on me at, at all times too
1: yeah yeah that's that's a good idea yeah
0: any fucking way back to the
1: fucking scp <laughs> yeah last uh last, last uh thing here uh pilgrims in transit from the arrival flight awaiting departure on the pilgrim fra- flight may only be cross-examined by researchers with level three security level clearance
0: or higher hmm. not very so you gotta be high up to yeah well what i was gonna say is not too high
1: Oh, no, yeah, not too high. Not level four.
0: Level yeah. three is five. Level three level is, is like, like your middle of the road, like pretty fucking secure. Four is, okay, you're, you're top personnel. And then there's, of course, there, of yeah. course there's O five. 5 Then O5 is the top of the top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. So we got a pilgrimage. We got a, mm-hmm. a people of a certain faith that uh, just kind of get reincarnated with no memories. Yeah. On a plane. Yeah. On a plane. That previously
1: camels yeah
0: previously camels i guess
1: previously camels yeah um in and an it, airport that goes to an airport with an abandoned statue that's
0: yeah I, st- I, I once that we've seen once yeah statue that we've seen wow that's you've seen once yeah what that is we... legitimately super cool
1: yeah that is pretty cool Location. There's a bunch of SCPs that are like that too. That are like events. Like this only happens this time
0: mm-hmm.
1: at, at this town.
0: I like events. Place. They're really cool.
1: Yeah, event. Uh, they're 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 like. It's it's like um not th- not this one but like it, it reminds me of um like seasonal storms or something like a hurricane like oh, super cool I could see like that, it's yeah. not I mean it's not super cool because hurricanes are you know terrible but it's super cool to like think about too mm-hmm. it's like oh this seasonal storms coming there might be a hurricane like it happens like this time of year mm-hmm. you know but this one's th- it's like that but it's more anomalous like the hurricane has 10 eyes <laughs> <laughs> something like that Huh. So it's just cool.
0: Yeah, this one's this one's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening so far to this eighteenth episode of SCP an SCP podcast. I wanna remind everyone to follow the podcast on your current platform. Be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a lot of others. It shows us that people are listening and they want more of that crazy stuff we wish to put out to you all. Also, if you have time, please make sure to rate and review our podcast on any platform that has that kind of feature. It helps us out and, you know, gives us gives us some more, uh, recognizability, so. Anyway, thanks for being here and listening to this passion project of two nerds who just want to talk about SCPs to each other. On with the show!
0: SCP-037, The Dwarf Star. Item number, SCP-037. Object class, Euclid. Description. SCP-037 appears to be a star, approximately 5 centimeters, or 2 inches, in diameter, with a luminosity of about 1... Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, 1 times... Uh, 10 to the t- negative 12th power times that of our sun wow. and a surface temperature of about five thousand degrees kelvin determined by UBVRI analysis that's crazy that is it, it's, it's just a, a star it, it's literally yeah <laughs> yeah it's just a star a little tiny <laughs> fucking star holy shit yeah cool. The origin of SCP-037 is unknown. However, analysis suggests that it shares many properties in common with a typical main sequence star, other than mm. its anonymously small size. Yeah, it's just a straight-up straight star. It's a straight-up star, <laughs> but it's real fucking small.
1: Yeah, extremely small.
0: It is theorized to have entered the Earth's magnetosphere via the north magnetic Pole. Imagine just a star coming in, like, <laughs> just hanging out. You're just doing some
1: ice fishing, and a fucking star comes down, <laughs> and, you're <dead. laughs> and you're like, "What is that?" <laughs>
0: magnetosphere. That seems very specific. Magnetic of- Earth, Earth's magnetosphere. It's like, magdos- thi- it's
1: like the thing that affects compasses and stuff,
0: right? Oh, f- fuck. That's huge. Our magnetosphere yeah. is bigger than I thought it was. It's big, okay, so it's big. It, it didn't say atmosphere. So it's just in a very, very big, like, area that our magnetosphere encompasses. Cool. All right. The object was discovered in 19 Redacted above the Beaufort Sea at approximately the North Magnetic Pole. Wow, they just like straight up told us the location. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, they did approximately north of the magnetic pole above the Beaufort Sea. Uh, cool. Intense electromagnetic interference was reported by Canadian Forces Station or CFS Alert, uh, followed by an extremely bright object descending towards the ocean from the sky. It's an alien. Yeah. A- an alien? We haven't had an alien in a while, huh? Uh, we have, I mean, uh, unless you count Brother's Bride. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> <laughs> the SCPS Guardian responded and discovered the object wavering in an erratic trajectory around 200 meters above the surface of the water. Once containment procedures were devised, it was transported to Site 32 for study. I just captured a star. Why not? Let's just grab this. Let's grab
1: this. The thing that's, like, basically as hot as the actual sun. Let's just grab it. Right? Uh,
0: (laughs) This is ours now. This is ours. Containment and transport of SCP-037 have been achieved by the use of powerful electromagnets, to which the artifact aligns itself according to its own magnetic field cool alright the primary challenge to containment thus far has been its powerful electromagnetic emissions which are intense enough to be uh, easily seen by the naked eye from high earth orbit its current enclosure is located deep underground to prevent detection and to facilitate radiative cooling into the surrounding bedrock
1: yeah it's kept in an underground facility a fucking
0: star. <laughs> That's really fucking cool. Yeah. In effect, the entire facility and the surrounding volume of the Earth's crust act as a massive heat sink. Okay. So now. Yeah, makes sense. Not it's only is anything. SCP, uh, like. Not only is SCP, like, you know, on the crust, but now we're below the crust. Nah. <laughs> With a star, no less. Yeah, with a fucking star. <laughs> so cool. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Jesus, that was a long one.
1: Hey, I, it's, I'm not editing this episode. It happened in your episode Ah-ha. this time.
0: Whoa! Whoa! Ho! I oh got <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. You're welcome, <laughs> Eli. Uh-huh. <laughs> Special containment procedure. SCP-037 is magnetically contained in a subterranean complex known as Site-22. Object size, spectral signature, and temperature are constantly monitored both on-site and remotely from Site-98. The primary containment chamber is lined f- with... five Okay. The primary containment chamber is lined with heat-conducting, radiation-resistant NanoPeak GFV polymer tiles, and evacuated of any atmosphere. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Cool. Created space.
1: Mm-hmm. Space time.
0: Heat from the object is radiated into the surrounding rock. Should enclosure integrity become compromised, the emergency system will generate a low-power argon plasma shield. This is oh my pro- God! They have plasma, plasma shields? shield. Plasma oh. shield. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. This is projected to provide a minimum of four hours for on-site engineers to effect necessary pr- repairs before the object breaches containment. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a star. So it's it's gonna naturally just breach <laughs>
0: containment. It's a star. <laughs> it's almost like the sun causes destruction to things from yeah very, from that just far away just like so fucking powerful <laughs> like, has you ever have you ever thought about that that the sun that is light years away from us yeah. <laughs> can hit us and not only provide light that is outside my fucking window right now but mm-hmm. it can also melt my goddamn chocolate bar while i'm outside like,
1: yeah, while well, you're out And it produces so much heat that it's like 100 degrees sometimes. It, it affects like... <laughs> our
0: atmosphere so much that th- where the air is thinner and our atmosphere is closer to the land, it creates a desert like where we live. Yeah. yeah. That is so fucking cool to me. <laughs> it's
1: so cool. Yeah, it is. It's just unfathomable how crazy space
0: and the universe is in general. Like, imagine like, if you so could harness up. that. Like, (laughs) like, uh, I don't know. The only example that I can think of is, is, uh, Star Wars, unfortunately, where they, uh, well, 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 spoilers for the new trilogy, uh, also known as the, the sequels. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the Death Stars, like, literally absorbs a star and then blows up planets with it. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's limited to. (laughs) Right, yeah, or like the whole like the whole thing about the Dyson
1: spears and stuff like mm. that, and all that like crazy stuff, like just harnessing the power of the star.
0: Like, that's that, that's cool. insane. That's like, so <laughs> fucking powerful. Like, oh man, it's so cool to learn about. In the contingency that stellar it's blah, blah, blah. in the contingency that stellar evolution proceeds ahead of projections and a nova event <laughs> appears imminent. <laughs> Or if containment failure is otherwise unavoidable, any remaining project staff are authorized to initiate the Pintuok protocol. Ooh.
1: It's, this thing just goes supernova in the Earth's well, cause core. Like, probably
0: not the best idea. Well, if it goes supernova or it is destroyed, it goes supernova, it blows us up. If it turns into a black hole, then we're fucked. Then we're fucked yeah oh shit, any fuck. any
1: of those like any of anything any any of any of the star <laughs> any, of are <laughs> any of that bad any of that because of it <laughs> oh oh god <laughs> this is only euclid yeah <laughs> well it's euclid because because it's hard it's a little hard to contain but stars don't go supernova until like 10 billion billion years but it has the potential so,
0: um, to be world-ending true true it does have the potential to be world day, but I th- this is yeah, why we know. need new classifications and oh so funnily <laughs> enough uh this morning uh, Matt sent me a video about how the classifications are probably going to change because they're not specific enough they're very general kind of confusing mm-hmm. and not very useful when it comes to these specific classifications uh yes and I know I've been confused by it but It's not because I don't understand it. It's because it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it does make a whole lot of sense. Like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm totally down for it staying the same. I'm more down for it changing, um, especially Mm -hmm. with the specific changes that are going to be underway. With, like, basically... Okay, so here's the thing. Basically, it's broken down into, like, a couple of sections of how hard it is to contain, uh, how much disruption it causes, and how secretive you need to be about it. As a personnel member, yes, like, yes. pretty fucking cool, and it would answer a lot of my my gripes with the current system. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm down for it, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to see uh, uh, next week's episode when that actually uh, is addressed.
1: Yes, there is one SCP that has it so far. I don't know how many SCPs have been implemented. Uh, with the new system not too many that we've seen uh, not any that we've seen so far have it but I th- next week I looked ahead and uh, it does have one so we'll look at
0: that it should be lore wise uh, it, mm-hmm. it started at site 81 lore wise it started at site 81 yeah and uh, with some others being like hey we might want to try it so we'll see yeah we
1: might want to implement so yeah so yeah so we might they might pop up so I'm excited. Yeah. yeah yeah pretty exciting
0: addendum a over the past two-digit redacted years of study the star has <laughs> undergone a shift in an emitted em radiation suggesting that it is undergoing stellar stellar evolution at a vastly accelerated rate uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> if standard stellar <laughs> models hold up this will soon result in an increase in radius by a factor of 100 to 300 times Oh yeah, the big, the
1: giant phase. Because every every star goes through giant phases before they die. <laughs> That's why we have so many red uh, red giants. Because those are stars that are about to die. N- I mean, they're not going to about to die. Well, t- in star years, they're about to die. But us, it's like millions of years later, they die. That's
0: crazy. But, yeah. Uh, and, star facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to continue the sentence. And a con concomitant... Increase in radiated energy. Concomitant? I don't think I know that word. I've never seen that word.
1: Concomitant? Incremental, maybe?
0: Concomitant. Uh, Naturally accompanying or associated. Oh, okay. Right, because it's getting
1: getting bigger. Oh, it's radiating more energy. You know what? That would
0: make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Emergency containment contingencies are being studied for that eventuality. Further progression of the star's life cycle will likely terminate in a stellar nova, which is estimated to have a yield of—that's um, a lot of—lot of either redacted digits or 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 symbols. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's probably like megatons or something. Yeah. Extrapolations predict this to occur in redacted year date i
1: think that's a either a date or a year because still a lot so that's a long
0: time probably probably that's a lot of digits (laughs) yeah research is underway for a method to arrest this development or to transport SCP-037 to a safe distance from the planet before it occurs. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good idea. Just load a star into a rocket and just go go. Just go
1: out. <laughs> Supernova somewhere else. <laughs> that's still pretty dangerous though, because if it's supernovas and it collapses in on itself and becomes a black hole, then you just send a black hole out into space. Yeah, that's
0: not great either. <laughs> Gonna be honest, that's not
1: pretty. Because that, that could that could that could. Very be very harmful to the orbit of our actual planets. Yeah, even a small black hole like throws off our planets by like one to three centimeters sometimes, mo- 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 maybe more, depending how powerful it is. Jesus, dude, and that can that can cause hazards. Just a few centimeters in space cause hazards to the environment. <laughs> so. so
0: below we have a uh, a notice. Uh, sent on August 5th, 1977. They have a complete date. Um, Mm -hmm. This would be uh, to the O5 Council from Dr. Innes. Uh, The subject being SCP-037, Emergency Neutralization Research. Sirs and Madams, the agents embedded with the U.S. DoD have managed to alter the project requirement for the NASA Orbiter Program. The vehicle will now be designed with enough space to accommodate SCP-037 and a temporary containment apparatus in order to facilitate transport off-planet. However, I continue to have reservations. Modern rocket technology simply is not reliable enough for the needs of this project. A simple mistake could lead to launch failure and subsequent loss of containment, possibly catastrophically. Even a successful launch would have to proceed perfectly lest the result be visible to observ- observatories and instruments and possibly the naked eye around the world. Oh, yeah. Sending Send a fucking... A star out into space. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Especially the bright... Like, it's just a, a mini-star, so yeah, you could definitely see that.
0: Yeah, unless you have, like, the <laughs> be... right containment. Like, Jesus.
1: Right. Yeah, that's... Ah, uh, dude, it'd be, it would be, like, if if it was close enough, it'd be like the, uh, it'd be back to Star Wars. It'd be two suns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There are numerous artifacts contained by the Foundation which might allow us to transport SCP 037 safely and cost effectively to an adjacent dimension, universe, or esoteric oh, f- domain. That's mean. Oh fuck! <laughs> SCP triple digit redacted, in particular, might prove especially convenient for this purpose, considering the outcomes of recent events to explore it and the difficulty of. Neutralization of SCP 037 might. Uh, what the fuck? Oh god, is that a typo? What the fuck? That's two right... Sorry, I read that weirdly because I thought it was going to conclude in another... In the end of another parentheses. But it's two left parentheses right. in a row.
1: Yeah, two left parentheses.
0: Uh, Is that a typo? Or am
1: I stupid. Yeah, I don't know what that... I don't... I don't grammarly know what that means. I don't... I
0: don't what is... What? <clears throat> Double brackets, alternate form of conditional expression. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Double. Cool. Okay, I I am not following. You're going
1: down the rabbit hole of English class. (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Neutralization of SCP-037 might thus serve the added purpose of reducing or removing the threat posed by that anomaly as well. Oh, weird.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I... So just throw it into the dimension that. with us, Just throw a star into the dimension. I guess. <laughs> That's pretty funny.
0: I implore you to reconsider the Pituak proposal submitted in light of these concerns. Ah, I get it. It's a I was going to say something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh my These guns aren't very bright, are they? <laughs> what the fuck? That's super cool. Yeah, that is yeah. A, they're a, like, short why isn't this keeter? Sorry, why isn't this Keter? Because it obviously I'm... is hard to contain. Yeah, it is very hard to contain. Good question,
1: actually. <laughs> I would, I would actually agree with you on this one because it's a, literally a star, like it could literally just melt through the entire Earth yeah, if we're not careful.
0: Like, like um, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, I then. I I'm sure they have a reason. Like, obviously, it stayed yeah. this way for a long time because this was updated 52 days ago. Like, yeah, yeah. they it, this is obviously had some thought put into it. Like, mm-hmm. Euclid is, hey, we don't fucking we don't know all the properties of this thing. Sure, understandable. Yeah,
1: all the properties of this. Sure.
0: Like, it's
1: hard. Little hard. Damn. Little hard to contain. Yeah. Uh, so and it will I mean,
0: fucking blow up in a long time a
1: long time. So, yeah. I guess it's Euclid because they're figuring out how I, they can they're working how to figure out how to contain it better slash you know, launch it into space slash also just get rid of it and put it into a different dimension. Mm-hmm. So, I guess sorta, of, but not really makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But I guess another I guess another one to that they're trying to neutralize too cuz sun Sun probably not messing with that. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, no. Yeah. Surpri- surprising that they did not try to harness any of the energy, though. They just kind of tested it. That's like they did test fair. It That's
0: fair. I really would have expected them to do so.
1: Yeah, but they didn't. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They just were like,
1: ah, it's we're just gonna test it a few times and just leave it alone and, make sh- and figure out a way to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I, Probably too risky to use energy because what if it goes supernova while they're using it as energy, I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah I guess they could also, smart idea, uh, they could use the energy from it to contain it, too. I... I think it could just be like a loop. I would... Of... Mm. Like they could power their, they could power like a super crazy shield. That would with be it.
0: super cool if that would work. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, just like a feedback loop of that. Hmm. Basically.
0: I'd, I'd anyway, like to all s- theoretical. Yeah, I'd <laughs> like to see how that one progresses because that one's actually that one's very cool.
1: Yeah, that one's cool. I like that one. I want to know what happens to the star. Yeah. I'm
0: interested. In- Definitely interested.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Mm Cool. Got a got a star that's gonna kill us.
1: (laughs) Got a star. Got some pilgrims, you know, pilgrims and star.
0: Yep. (laughs) Not
1: dangerous at all. Hanging out. Hanging out. (laughs) Extremely extremely safe too. Probably should not. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to SCT. Don't forget to follow us for more content in the future on whatever platform you're currently using. We will be taking more deep dives into more strange and interesting anomalies in the next episode. So stick around. Thanks again to Anchor um, for sponsoring this episode. We have been sponsored by them this entire time. They're great. Go check them out. Uh, There's a link in the description. Also, make sure to go watch um, all of our other episodes this is the 18th um so go watch 17 through one basically (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i was i was i was also gonna say uh make sure to also watch the bonus episode too you get to know us um if you
0: if you wanted to know us uh
1: yeah just go ahead and listen to all that stuff
0: once again this has been eli and
1: Matt on the SCT podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next Bepisode. Ah, uh, Bepisode. Bepi. <laughs> Bepisodes. <laughs>